Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger. Today we're chatting with my good friend, uh, Eric Nevins. He's been on twice now. And so I love having returning guests and just catching up, seeing what's going on in their lives and then chatting about new stuff. There's always so much to unpack. Today with Eric, we talked about how he uses his Facebook group as a lead magnet for his business, how Facebook actually promotes his, uh, his group, how to get booked on podcasts, we talked about how an e-commerce seller could use a podcast if they wanted to do that. And then he, we talked about the differences of he has a paid group and a free group. What's the content that he puts in the paid group versus the free free group? There's a lot of people that have both. And how do you use both? How do you leverage both? How do you decide what to put in one, what to put in the other? But great conversation. I always learn a lot when I'm talking to Eric. Here is my interview with Eric Nevins. Eric, welcome back to Streams of Income. Hey, thanks for having me, Ryan. It's good to be here. Court always, you're always welcome. And uh, we have we don't really have a topic, do we? No, not exactly, which is which is interesting. But you know what? I love I love the whole topic uh, that you have here. And I know that as we dive in, we'll we'll bring a lot of value to our audience. Yeah. Absolutely. So remind people um that haven't listened to the episode that we recorded. It's been a few months now. Tell them we'll just do a quick intro. We won't go into your stories very much. Yeah. They, I'll post the link in the show notes to that previous episode where we dive deeper into what you do, but let's do a quick intro. Yeah. So my main thing is podcasting, specifically Christian podcasting. So I run and founded a group called Christian Podcasters Association that is, we help independent Christian podcasters start and grow their podcasts. So we want to help you if you have a vision or a dream and you feel like God's nudging you to start something, become a content creator. Which I think more people need to do. Uh, we can help you do that. If you want to grow it, you run into some common roadblocks. We have also run into those. And we can help you get over those and get to where you want to be. That's my main thing. And there's all kinds yeah. of tributaries, I'll say, to that yeah. and what that yeah. means. Yeah, let's go into it because that's how usually whenever I've taught streams of income, I um, either will use the example of like... Um, a tree, for example, like the trunk is your main message, like podcasting for you. And then one branch is your uh, CPA, your gold and silver membership. And then other branch might be your podcast tours. Mm -hmm. Another branch that's just starting to bud is the Christian Podcasters Association Network that me and Stephen right. are working on with you. Um, but it all has as one central theme, podcasting. And I've always told people like streams of income should not be where you know, you have another branch that uh, you and your kids have a lemonade stand on the weekends. Like you could do that, but then it's almost like another, it's like a job because it is not, it's not in the same vein. It's so much easier in my opinion, to start a new branch. If it's already somehow connected to your main thing. Totally. Yeah. If you're in that, that I the stream is probably a good term right i think tributaries is a good one also like mm -hmm. it's it is the same kind of thing they're all kind of running the same direction yeah so much easier because you already have some knowledge you already have some things yeah uh that are going there so for sure yeah did your podcast tour service did it um how did that come about i love this story okay so uh i started in 2017 christian podcasters association gathering christian podcasters together in one facebook group to help each other right 
Well, that built for me a really big network in Christian podcasters. And around about 2019, um, I was starting to get more speaking opportunities. People were inviting me to do some things and getting connected with more publishers in a different capacity. Mm-hmm. And uh, a guy uh, reached out to me from a pretty large publisher here in Colorado Springs and said, hey, look, uh, you have a network. We're looking for somebody to help promote a book, but our budget is is this much. Most people charge a lot more than uh, what you had for a budget. Mm-hmm. So would you be willing to do it for this price? And I said, yeah. That's great because for me that was just gravy, right? I was like, okay, yeah. sure, I could do that, and so I did. I uh, didn't know what I was doing, and it took way too long, I think, probably. And I was, I was a little <laughs> took took me a while. Yeah, it was also a genre that I wasn't like I don't didn't know a ton of people, so I was sending a lot of cold pitches, which those are less effective than people that you know or who know you are going to bring them someone quality. And uh, but it was great. So then that same company was going to hire me again in 2020 for a different one. And uh, then the pandemic hit and kind of everything they were like, Oh, going down, you know, Uh, kind of took all that, took that out. But then somebody else wanted to do it. And I actually had a guy. um, I don't think I've ever told you the story. There was a guy who was, he wanted me to do a tour for him. And I tried to like tell him no. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I don't think so. Like, I just doesn't work like that. And and no. And he came back to me and was like, no, I really want you to do it. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't stop. And he's like, I want to pay you. So I let him, right? So I was like, okay, good. Uh, because I really the podcast tours is an interesting, like it just it's it's a it's not the kind of some of the detail work is just not my expertise. I can do it, but mm-hmm. I was I was doing it really honestly just because I had the network and it was a good way to make some money. Mm-hmm. Um so I did it. So that was one. And then last year, uh, a gentleman hired me, uh, author, to do the same thing. So every year for like the last three or four years, I've had one tour, right? For yeah. a year. Yeah. But I'm not promoting it. I'm not trying to do it. And then this year, um, I got into, so a guy, there's a there's an author, a pretty large author with a large audience who has a bunch of books coming out this year. And he asked me if I would do, you know, help him out. And I said, I can make introductions for you. Uh, and then he introduced me to his, um, to the publisher and they were like, Hey, and I mentioned my network because by now CPA is 3,500 people. And I said, Hey, I've got this, this group and I know all these people and I'd be happy to do it. She said, you know what? That's great. Send me your rates. And then they hired me and that, and remind me hey there's lots of opportunities here to to yes. get something and then they've hired me a couple times now and we're working on all of that and i've hired some help as well yes. to make that happen which has been a whole new world as yeah. well but it was something i went into reluctantly and kind of trying to not do yeah and then it was like wait actually this is something i probably should mm. push it to and get somebody to help with some of the other parts that i'm not just not good at yeah um but I do have a lot of connections and it's good to do. That's good. Um, what the podcast tours, uh, we, I don't think we talked about that on the first episode. I don't remember if we I don't remember that. I don't either. think so. You tell people what, what they are essentially and who's your, oh, yeah. who you're looking for. Cause there, there might be people that are like, I'd love to promote my business on podcasts and get on as guests right. on other shows. Um, and that's essentially you do it for them. You connect them with podcasters. Exactly. So that's part of the deal is uh, at the moment, I think there's a couple of things that people think about podcasting. One of them is 
that everybody has a podcast and it feels like that, but it's just not true. Right. Like there's not as many as, as you think. Yeah. Um, and the other is that podcasts seem like a good way to connect with people. And that is absolutely true. So getting on podcasts is a good way to promote your, uh, whatever it is, your, your thing. So your business, your message, your pot, your own podcast, uh, a book, because podcast audiences are very engaged. They want to hear about a certain thing. Um, if you have a podcast, for instance, podcast listeners average about seven shows that they are devoted to every week, mm-hmm. right? Wow. So uh, you want to become one of those shows if you have a podcast and getting, you know, somebody's already a podcast listener, you can get on there. So what I do is I help facilitate that and help you get on to other shows that will match kind of your niche doesn't have to be even perfect i don't think i think if you're a business person and you you can get onto business shows um but if you're you want that target market to be kind of mostly over or some overlap but not doesn't even have to be perfect because you'll find some people in every, almost every audience who will connect with you and go and check you out so we facilitate all that we do the scheduling we get get it on your calendar um, we work, we do all the pitches to the, to the, um, podcasters mm-hmm. and then we make that connection so that hopefully all you have to do is go, Hey, look, there's this thing on my, my, my calendar calendar. What's, you know, who is this? What do I need to know? Hopefully yes. we're giving you a little bit of that. And then you show up and do your thing. Do your thing. That's awesome. What would you say, like for somebody who has a business, they're trying to promote it, would it be better to be on, be the guest on somebody's show or just to sponsor that show? Uh, I would say guest, be a guest. So you could do both. And in fact, I would say you would delight a podcaster. I'm like, let's say a medium sized podcaster. Somebody's getting, say, 500 to 1,000 downloads an episode. Uh If you went to a podcaster and said, hey, I will give you $100 an episode for, a month, right? Like you would delight them. They'd be so happy to, to yeah. have a sponsorship like that. So yes, don't do discount that. I think there's a really good reason for that because yeah. those go, they live in the feed forever, right? And so you yeah. get that, all that, that long tail stuff. I think that's undervalued. Yes. yes. But having said that, being on the show is better because uh, people can get to know you, right? And so this whole business is no like and trust. People yeah. do business with you when they know who you are, they like you, and they will trust you. Let me let me give you an example, somebody who I feel that way about. Mike Michalowicz. Do you know Mike Michalowicz, uh, Profit First? Have you ever yes, read yes, any of his stuff? Okay. I have listened to so many of his books uh, and read, I mean, Profit First was one. I, I'm reading one right now uh, on my my walks uh, in the audio version. I love his audio version because he always goes off script and it makes me happy that like here, I know I'm yes. not getting something special. It's like right? extra content. It's like totally. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, but I like him. I like his personality, but you know where I got to learn it? I heard him first on some of the podcasts that I used to listen to mm. back when I worked at the bank and I was sitting in my cube board trying yeah. to educate myself on business. Yeah. He was one of the guys that I heard and I liked him and I, have now and now i'm probably i'm on his email list and i'm probably a customer and every time he sends out a thing like hey join my membership i think about it really hard yeah so that's uh that's the value and yeah that just hasn't you know it'll he made me a fan because i listened to him for sure you mentioned something that's so powerful like you and i our mutual friend melissa hughes has two hundred fifty thousand followers on tiktok and i think 
I'm pretty sure like most of that lives forever. But if she does a story on Instagram, for example, that's gone, I think, in a day. And so like if I came to her and said, Melissa, I'd love to sponsor you. And I have these cool new mugs that I'm coming out with. Uh, I just got this at NRB, the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. I love this mug. Um, But like if this was my mug and I wanted her to promote this and she does a story for me and 250,000 people hear it, see it. They only have one day to see that unless she makes it part of her regular feed. However, if I'm on her podcast, like you said, that lives forever. And don't you think that's a huge advantage to I do over regular social media? Absolutely. And I've had people who want that bang for their buck, like at the beginning, like I want to show they want to show that's like got a lot of downloads at the beginning. And there's value to that. I'm not going to say there isn't, but I think being too focused on that misses the whole point. You don't know when a creator is going to blow up, right? Or it's going to yeah. get a get an episode or two. If they're doing the work, that's the thing that I'm concerned about. Yeah. Are they showing up and are they is somebody going to go back in their feed and hear you uh because they're looking for more content on a vacation yeah. or a road trip yeah. or the airplane, whatever. Yeah. They might and they and they will. And that so that's you can't don't put all your stock in the upfront like first 30 days. That's where most of those downloads come from. But there's a lot that will come in that long tail. Absolutely. And I think it's undervalued. I think people don't get why how important that is. Yeah. Well, talk about too the how a podcast you own that. Like there's like I could yeah. do something on Facebook and you know, they could like ax me and I'm gone. Um, whereas right. podcasting, like that's it's like my it's rented Facebook equals rented space. Yep. Versus a podcast is I own this. That I, that's my content. I can't I mean, currently be censored, right? Right. I can say whatever yeah, I you, want on a podcast. You can, you can, you should be careful. I think, <laughs> be, you know, don't, don't be libelous or something slandered. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, but, uh, but yeah, absolutely. You, you can say what you, what you want to say and you're purchasing the hosting. And so I guess a hosting company could go, Hey, we don't That's like true. what you're saying. We're going to, we're going to drop you Yeah. unless you're on a network, like a network will uh, have some concerns perhaps. Sure. But for the most part, if you're independent, you can simply do yeah. what you would like to to say. And I yeah. know it runs the whole game, but there's everything sure. that people, uh, people uh, talk about anything you can Absolutely. think of. Yeah. Could you ever imagine, I was talking to somebody about benefits of podcasting last week and thinking like, well, I wonder like if Apple could, not show a certain show if it shouldn't it couldn't you know like i look and like oh that guy's not on there is that i guess that's possible correct where it it's could possible. shut down a feed i think they have i think okay. that that can happen okay. um but i don't think it usually happens okay right? yeah. because it's harder to at this point to monitor audio content right like even mm-hmm. still that's true as ai gets better maybe there'll be things like <laughs> that <true>. and <laughs> my guess is someday there'll be a audio search where you'll search and like uh, Google's already starting to do this with YouTube, right? With, uh-huh. with videos where you can search and it will give you a video and give you the timestamp. Yes. Where if you click on it, it will give me the timestamp and give me that content immediately. Yeah. The part I needed to fix my dishwasher, whatever. Yes. Okay. Without all the dumb intros and all the stuff, like I don't need all that. I just need the <laughs> six minutes and 53 seconds to whatever. Yeah, this is where like, he tells me exactly what driver yeah, to use. Fine. So, uh, that doesn't exist for podcasting yet. I think it will someday, but right now it's it's not a thing. That's good. Uh, so I have a lot of people in my audience, a decent portion of them, they're e-commerce sellers. So I know, let's I just brainstorm a bit. Um, 
if I'm selling these mugs, this is my product. I own this product. This is my private label, or maybe I have some exclusive wholesale uh, deals or whatever. Um, like, what do you think people like that should have a podcast? I mean, it's available. It's out there. I own the content. Who knows what else people, who knows how, who would find me through that? Um, let's brainstorm an e-commerce podcast. Like, what does that look yeah. like? If I'm just, my whole goal is to sell these mugs. I want, yeah. I love mugs and I want to sell them um, or whatever the widget is. Wow. Can you yeah, imagine yeah. like, what would you, you do a lot of, um, you do a lot of coaching calls with people. Um, I don't know if you ever had an e-commerce person, but what would you tell them? Would you tell them to even start a podcast? Well, it, what I would tell them is you need to be making content in some way. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. uh, and podcasting is my favorite because I'm an audio guy and I like, yeah. uh, you know, audio. Um, okay. How do you do that? But this is a really interesting challenge. You're selling a physical product yeah. in audio, non-physical format, right? <laughs> right. Um, like that's, that's a little strange. I I would, there's some <laughs> challenges, right? Cause you can't show it like a video where I, where I first thing I would say is be on social, right? Be on, yeah. be on TikTok. Yeah. Sipping from the mug, right? That'd be the yes. first thing I would say. Yeah. Uh, but if you were going to do a podcast, what could you do? You could do something like around around it. So you might say, my guess is you're probably not creating the mug yourself, right? Right. You're probably not, um, uh, like fi- molding clay and firing clay, <laughs> right. And painting. Right. You're not doing all that, right? But there's yeah. a process to all that stuff. Yeah, and and all that stuff actually it creates the quality. So mm-hmm. I would start talking to somebody like that, perhaps that mm-hmm. is looking for people, or more likely you're you're making mugs for um, let's say businesses or something. Right, you're doing something where you're. Um, I don't see. This is a good question. I'm. I'm. I'm yeah, you know, I have. I have an idea. One question I would ask is, or I learned this from one of my mentors, Jim Cockrum. He says, if people are interested in product A, what else might they be interested in? And so right. his journey That's was, he was selling on eBay, and so he was wondering how in the world. This was like many years ago. How in the world could he turn those eBay customers into other? other things. How could he make another stream of income from his eBay customer? So he asked himself the question. He was selling uh, tickets to sporting events and other events. He had a method of how he was getting these seats and able to flip them for a profit on eBay. So he decided that he would create a report, and this is early 2000s, create a report, sell Mm -hmm. it on eBay on how he got those good deals. He made way more money on selling this information of how to find good seats. Now his uh, his fellow ticket scalpers were not happy with him because he was sharing the secrets, <laughs> um, but he turned it into information. So I think for a mug right. potentially, I think why if I'm a if I buy this mug, what else might I be interested in? Well, maybe coffee. So maybe you have a podcast mm-hmm. and it's a coffee podcast, and the the mug there is you not, you're not getting on every episode talking about the mug because that's kind of boring. Um, but you're talking about different coffees around the world, and you're interviewing coffee farmers, and and then the mug just happens to be the sponsor of the show. That would be right. an idea. I don't know if it would fly, but yeah, what I think you're hitting on here is is where I was trying to go. There's probably something around your product. Yes. Like even if your product is not the thing you can talk about for hours and hours yeah. and hours on end, right. there's something around your product that you can that you can do. Yeah. And that you can that you can create that will draw in people who want your product. Mm-hmm. And that's the key. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
That's what I think so too. And I don't know if anybody, I'm not sure that, not sure that every single person that's in physical products should have a podcast, but you said they should be creating content. So that's really good. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. You absolutely should be creating content if you're selling anything at the moment, for sure. That's good. Uh, you said something earlier too, but you were talking about your Facebook group. Um, I always tell people that they need a lead magnet and Facebook has become a lead magnet for you. Mm-hmm. Can you yeah. can you dive into how that happened and what kind of leads you get from that and how you're able to actually get emails from your Facebook group? Yeah, I do actually. So uh, I did not for the first two years of the group collect emails at all. I don't know why that didn't occur to me to ask in the questions, uh, but it it did eventually. I think I heard somebody say that you should be doing that and the light bulb went on. Oh yeah. So when people ask, people are searching, they're looking for some sort of group for Christian podcasters and they search Christian podcaster. Mm -hmm. They're going to find Christian podcasters association and they can join it and it's free. So essentially that is a lead magnet, right? Something free that they get in exchange for uh, something else of value, which in our case is an email list. So, um, in my questions, I just, I asked three questions. I ask, are you a Christian? And I asked that because it's a, it's a filtering question. Sure. Anybody who says, no, I don't approve. Uh, anybody who doesn't answer it, I don't approve that. And I think it indicates to people, Hey, uh, this is for Christians. And if I'm not, sure. I probably don't want to be here. And the second one I ask is tell me about your pod, about your podcast. Again, this is a filtering question because what I, what I don't want are people who are, believers who just want to find podcasts. I get a lot of that sometimes. So I'm trying to filter out those people. You left somebody who was about to start one or wanting to start one into that group, which, and then they tell me that. So I have the question is something like, uh, tell me about your podcast and then parentheses. I say, it's okay. If you haven't started yet, just tell me what you would like to do. Perfect. So there's, there's an indication that you, if you, if you're interested or you're, you're wanting to go that only for content creators. Right. Yeah. Then, then this is for you and people tell me they leave a link or they do all kinds of things there, but that gives me an indication of what they're interested in. Uh They also will sometimes say things like, Hey, uh, I'd like to, I'm a, I'm an editor and I would like to get in here and meet more podcasters. And, and I've been back and forth on that. Uh, sometimes depends on what their business is and it's real clear as long as they're going to obey the rules that's okay for them to, right. to be there. I do right. give opportunities for people to promote their businesses because hey, that helps all of us. Right. Sure. Um, and then the last one is your email address. Give me your email address. What, yeah. you know, and I promise no spam there right. and people give me their email address. And so then that goes in, I actually have a VA who will grab all that information, put mm-hmm. it into my uh, content or client management system. Mm-hmm. And then that triggers an automatic, the tag triggers an automatic email sequence to them. Nice. And that gives them, uh, you know, some emails. And so one of them is an introduction to me and, and say, Hey, this is, you know, really glad you're in the group. This, let me tell you a little bit about how this group started. Yeah. And I give my, some of my story and, uh, people respond to that, which That's is awesome. kind of cool. So then I end up having these exchanges back and forth mm-hmm. with them about their show, or I'll try to ask some questions and I never end yeah. an email, um, without a question of some sort about mm. them. So, you know, what are you, Hey, that's really great. Thanks for sharing your story or whatever they do. Sometimes they're really long emails, which I'm really surprised people have taken that much time to yeah. send me all of this. Um, and I'll, so I'll read through it and then I'll uh, respond and ask a question about, okay, where are you trying to go or what do you want? What do you need right now? Things like that yeah. uh, to try to get some information about, uh, partly I'm looking for 
it, you know, is there something I can do right now for them? Is do I have a free resource I can help with? Or yeah, you know, do they want coaching? Is there something I could do I could offer sure. to get on a call with them yes. and start doing some of that? That's awesome. Is that how the primary way you've grown your membership? Uh, it is. Yeah. So the the group is is how I I do that, and then through then they're on the email list, right? So then I uh, yeah. a couple times a year do a campaign of some kind. Yeah. All right. Question. So this is where I hear a lot of people say, because I've heard other people use a free group to get into a paid group. Um, well, if I've got a paid group, how do I decide what content to put where? Because I don't want to put the good stuff in the free group. I want to reserve that for the paid people. How do you yeah. handle that? Well, it's uh, I learned this a long time ago. It is you talk in the free group about the what and the why. Mm. And then you share the how in the paid group. Yes. So I will talk about what podcasting can do for you. I will talk about why podcasting is a great option yes. for why, why podcasting is sharing the gospel around the world, which I think is really important and yeah. kind of a big deal for the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Um, all that kind of stuff, why they should, um, you know, think about their mindset more mm-hmm. directly. I've got kind of this whole list of things. So, talk about all those things. And then in the paid group, that's where we do, okay, this is how you change your mindset. This is how we dial in your message. This is how we, so good. These are some new tools that you could use or whatever. Very good. Wow. That's awesome. You have 3,500 people in that free group, man. Yeah. And how many, did you just take a guess? How many new people ask to join every week? I think it's about 20. That's amazing. And how many of them give your, give you their email address? Uh, most of them. Yeah, most wow, of them. Oh my goodness. So I don't approve. I will approve people if they answer the first two questions and not the email address. Sometimes people put in there, why? You know, and all of this. I'm like, ah, yeah. all right, you're going to be cantankerous, but that's okay. We'll let you. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Because eventually, here's the thing I advertise in the group too, right? So I'm. it's fine to get, you know, I want still want ac- yeah. access to them. I yeah. just want their email. Um, but yeah, so that's, it works. I mean, it's, it definitely is a, it's a good way to build that list. Yeah, so you get 60 to 80 new emails a month from your just yeah. that's incredible. Wow. Yeah, something like that. So hopefully it builds, you know, over time. Yeah. I'm I'm a little ambitious though. I've been starting to wonder how I can make that grow it to ten thousand. Like how do we get yeah. to how do we get the group even bigger? Um mm. because everything in business, right, is a percentage usually of yes. something. So I'm like, I need yeah. Uh, probably my group has grown to the point where this is what it can be with the size of a group. And we yeah. need to, we need Do you to have, grow. um, so this is not just talking strategy stuff and Steven would be good on this call. Um, just thinking out loud here, um, with that email sequence, when, when I join your group and I get that welcome email, is there a sequence that, uh, points me to the membership? There is, um, uh, but that needs to be updated. So there's a, there's a few things that I do. I point you to our socials. I point you to a okay. few other different things, but there's, okay. I'm in the process of updating it so that the sequence is much more um, because I've toyed with different things, right? This is how you, everything works, right? You, you, you iterate and you try things at one time, the membership was only, it was closed and I was only going to open a couple times a year. Mm -hmm. And I just decided I don't like that model very well. I'd like people to be able to join at any time, Mm -hmm. um, which is a legitimate way to go about it. So that's what I do. So I actually need to update that so that there's a little more intentional 
yeah. push towards the membership within that right. uh, initial email sequence. That's perfect. One thing that we did with the Legends group is we'd have um, there was a an urgency of it. It was uh, you know, get in now for these bonuses, and so um, oh yeah, and that was an automatic thing that went out, and we'd get some people that signed up. You know, during that sequence, most of my sign- new signups would come from a special promotion I'd do to the whole list. Um, but definitely I'd put some type of urgency in those automatic emails that like, you know, every time somebody gets in a week later is the end of some, you know, that, that period of time that they have to get in at this rate or with this special bonus that's not offered anywhere else. Um, just so that, you know, that, that does actually become a legitimate, it is a lead magnet for you, but it's a lead magnet that leads directly to your membership. Right. right. Versus just a new email. Right. Mm. That's good. And there's all kinds of different things you can try though. You know, <laughs> it's endless. Which is part of the fun, right? I think it it's, it's fun to to try different things and see what yeah. works. I think it's interesting uh, as well. The, the Christian category, I mean, podcasting is one of those things where people are already paying a little bit to, yeah. to kind of make it if they're doing it right. So uh, I think sometimes they're a little bit hesitant. So you got to be really clear on the value that you're bringing. And yeah. I've learned that. Yeah, over the last so, few years, like okay, that's something yeah. I got to do. Yeah, and I don't know if you said this, but um, Facebook will suggest your group for you. Like you were mentioning, oh, right. when I go into search that's and right. type in Christian podcast, like yours is probably going to be the one of the first ones that comes up there because you've been around so long. And so then also because your group is so engaging, I imagine there's people that are seeing it on the right hand side that Facebook knows that this person's interested in podcasting and that they're a believer. And so right. Facebook will actually essentially advertise your group for you, which yeah. is really cool. It's awesome. Right. It's like, yeah. Hey, that's, that's helpful. I could use that. I could use yeah. a little Facebook help. Yeah. Anytime. Absolutely. Wow. Um, that was so good. What and the why in the free group and share the how in the paid group. Um, so good. I, I, I often tell people, um, if they're starting a business and they want to get leads, obviously leverage Facebook for it, but you can go into groups and serve or just start your own group like you did. And there's, there's a lot of benefits of that. What's involved. Like if somebody's thinking, man, I'd love to do that, but it sounds like a whole lot of work. How much work do you put into that free group? Um, It initially was a lot more work than it is today. So there's a few things you have to do. Obviously you have to approve members. You can set it so that it'll just automatically approve members. I am hesitant to do that. So I don't do that. My VA does that today, but I did it for probably four years, four or five years, probably. So long, long time. Um, So you have to approve members Uh, and then you got to capture all that data and there's no real good way to do that right now where you, so, so uh, software developers, please create something. Yes, for sure. So right now it's manual, but at least you're not doing the VAs doing it for you. That's correct. Yeah. So I've got a VA doing that, uh, but I did it for a long, long time. Yeah. And then uh, inside the group, you have to create some sort of community, some sort of a thing. And there's probably two ways uh, that you have to to do that and to add value. I have posts that go up on certain days of the week. Mm-hmm. And those, there's a few. I do a new episode Monday. So it's a post. Mm-hmm. I don't let people share their episodes everywhere because a lot of these groups will turn into just people posting their stuff. Right, right. And that's... Nobody wants that. And that's not yeah. creating community. That's just promotion. And that's not the kind of group that I wanted. Right. Um, so we give a space for that every Monday where you can post your show and and comment. And so I always ask uh, also, hey, comment on somebody's show or go listen to their show or try to engage. That's hopefully creating community. 
Yeah. I do a Thursday prayer post, which was suggested to me by my friend, Phil, who was around at the beginning of the group, um, which is great. So as a Christian group, that kind of is a little bit of a distinctive. And sometimes a lot of people comment on that. Sometimes nobody does, but at least it's there. And it's a, it's a little bit of a reminder. Hey, we're, there's more going on here than just yeah. podcasting. And then I'll do a couple other things. Uh, we do a celebration thread once a month where mm. people can celebrate their wins. And that's always really fun to go yes. through and see what wins people have had. My episode milestones, download milestones, yeah. great guests that they've got and things like that. Awesome. And then I, we do a guest connection one okay. uh, once a month. You ever go live in that group or have any videos in that group? I also do that too. Yeah. So okay. I do that as well. Okay. Uh, so I started a new podcast called The Christian Podcaster. Mm-hmm. And where my goal is to show, share the what and the why, right? So on that on that show to lead to the membership, yep. And I go live in the group when I do that. In fact, I I broadcast that all over the yep. the internet. Yep. Um, but that's that's what I have done. And then I also host hangouts, which have been remarkably um, well attended. I'm interested in yeah. that. Like people want to hang out, get to know each other. And then cool. sometimes people see that they'll get to know me and they'll join the membership as well. Very cool. Do you go on live? Are you on all those? The hosting? Yeah, apps? yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. So I get on and okay. um, I didn't used to, but I have uh, started because I think it's a, yeah. a valuable place for me to be at least in the, at the moment. That's so good. Yeah. Well, how would you, would you say for podcasters, like, cause it's, it feels like it's pretty much one, a one way street. Like if I listen to you, there's really not a way to engage with you unless I, put a comment or send you an email or, but do you feel like having a community like would be mm-hmm. so valuable to podcasters, like create a Facebook group or a mighty networks group, any other ways you've seen people do that other than a group kind of like that? Cause then you get to know your audience and like that host hangout, you're actually talking live with your, your people that are right. listening to you. That's huge. Yeah, absolutely. So yes. In fact, I'm sorry. I'm having a thought. I'll come back to the group sure. question. Cause absolutely. I'm also thinking about doing something like a free coaching Friday or something mm. like where I used to listen to a podcast where you would do that. And I think that'd be really cool in the Facebook group as a way of helping promote. Anyway, so you inspired yeah. me. To, you remind yeah. me. I got to do that. Okay. To answer the question about community, I absolutely think you should have one, whether it's a mighty networks or something. Um, I have a, a friend named Chris who started a group for men and mm. he did this really interesting in an interesting way. He, uh, started a face or started a, um, I can't remember if he's on Circle or Mighty Networks, one of those, but he started the group uh, for free for 90 days and he promoted the heck out of it. Just kept promoting, 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 inviting people in. He got quite a few people in there, several hundred. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I, I want to say it was over 500 people, maybe. And then he said, All right, hey, on this day, we're going to go to paid. If you want to stay, you have to, you have to sign up. Mm. And a bunch of people didn't, but a bunch of people did. Right. And I thought that was a really wow. interesting way to kind of go into, into that. Wow. Um, as well to give people a whole big experience. This is what we're going to do. And then he does that oh, wow. uh, repeatedly. So that was his way of starting basically a membership. That's so cool. I thought that was That's interesting. A way to monetize a podcast. Right. But I also think community is super important. And if yeah. you've done your message well, there are, you know, that there are people who need to hear your message and you need some way to bring them together so yeah. that you can share with them what you're creating and what you're yes. doing. And so they can help each other. And the goal I'm, I'm really committed to um, this idea of, of not having influence, undue influence over other people. Mm-hmm. So there's a book called celebrities for Jesus by Caitlin Beatty. 
which is great. I think it's a, it's a good read. She talks about, she defines celebrity as influence without proximity, which I think is really mm. interesting, right? So if you, like if you're a, uh, we can name any celebrity, right? Mm. Who, who people are watching their moves or whatever, watching what they're wearing or, or you know, and the, and that has a tremendous amount of influence. Uh, I don't want to ever want to be that guy. <laughs> That's not what I'm interested in doing, right? But I do want to influence people, right? I do want to change what people think about. And I do want to encourage them to think in a, what I would call a kingdom of God way, yeah, right? Yeah. So, uh, but that takes proximity and it mm-hmm. takes it probably not being about me. It takes a community to look at each other and help each other yes. in ways. Things that happen, connections that happen in Christian Podcasters Association that I never see. Yeah. And I'm glad for that mm-hmm. because that means that the group is doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. I don't have to be the center of attention. It's about the community. And I think you can do that with your podcast as well. Maybe there's a little bit of an altruistic streak through that, but it is a thing that can really help build your overall business. Okay. So I understand that from the business side, it totally makes total sense to have a podcast talking about business stuff, drive them to a community where I can get to know them and sell them coaching or a membership or whatever. But what if my podcast is more just, I'm, I'm preaching. It's a devotional. Do you feel like that person, like our friend, John Songy, like he's got like five podcasts now. It's crazy. But like, (laughs) let's take his devotional daily devotional. If that was his only podcast, would you tell him, John, let's create a community out of these people. Do you feel like that would, I, of course, there's always going to be value in get connecting people. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But Ken, is there a way in your mind that that actually, could he do the monetary, you're like your friend that turned it into a, a community and did a lot of stuff for three months and then turn it into a pay. Do you think, do you think somebody like John could do that with that devotional podcast? I, I do. Yeah, I think so. In fact, so I know another guy named Keith, uh, Keith Farron, who does, he has a Bible study uh, membership. And this is this is the thing that he does. So, uh, and he has a like, kind of a YouTube uh, podcast channel, uh-huh. and he will, will interview people, and then and he'll do products. He puts out new Bible studies every month. Okay, and so absolutely, people are okay. looking for that, right? So what's I think, he doing I think, the community that's a little bit extra? Why why would I give him the ten bucks or whatever it is per month to be a part of that? I don't, I think he's got things like he has lives and he does a uh, special, like everything that he's writing goes in there that people Perfect. can do. He's got courses and things like yeah. that. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, yeah, it's amazing. I always, I always tell I people it. like if you're a podcaster, one easy way to repurpose content and do a membership is literally just to like us right now. If we were, we could be broadcasting into a Facebook group. And then at the end, we hit end, end the recording and say, okay, everybody, now you can hang out with me and Eric and ask Eric questions. Right. And that could be an extra thing. Like these people that only get X, they're getting early access to the recording because this is actually not going to be live on my actual podcast for a few weeks. So they're getting behind the scenes information. Plus they get to interact with you and ask you questions. That's a, that's an easy way to turn, make it, make it exclusive. Right. Right. Exactly. Give them a little something extra. And yeah, it's not, it's not really that, that difficult. It just takes a little bit of setup. Yeah. Plus there might even be people that, you know what? I just appreciate John and what he's doing. I just want to support him. I don't even care to be in the group. Right. I'll gladly give him 20 bucks a month. Cause that's been so valuable. Like all that, all those devotionals have been so helpful to my life that it's worth the 20 or whatever he would charge. Totally. Totally. Yeah. That's good. Cool. What else? Anything else you want to chat about? Oh man. Well, I think there's all there's all kinds of things. I love the talk about memberships for sure. I love uh, Facebook groups. I think 
community is the key. And I think the internet's moving that direction, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of interesting. I think people are starting to see that social media should be social and not just yelling at each other. Yeah. Um, so I, I, don't, I would say absolutely start some sort of community, bring yeah. people together. Good. We, the world needs more of it. Absolutely. Eric, well, you're always welcome back on anytime. You just say, Hey, I got something to share. And <laughs> okay. Just, we'll have you on, man. I will, man. That'll be good. Thanks for Thanks. having me. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.